0: What it do, baby? What's up, fellas? What up, what up? What you know, up, what up? You know what it is. You know what it is. That's how you feel. Back for another episode. It's been a while. It's oh, been a while.
1: It's been a long time. It's been a very long time. feels kind of good being back in the studio, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's a good feeling to be back with the boys. Got a special guest. would like to introduce yourself once again.
2: What's up, you guys? Uh, it's Alex or Rody here. Um, as many of you know me by that name name um i was on the show actually earlier it was a couple months
0: ago right it was it was a little while ago like two months ago yeah it was like in maybe early february or mm, january maybe yeah, yeah it was one right. of our first episodes wasn't it our first yeah, one was back. like the first one we had with a guest too i think yeah, yeah yeah but you know i mean i didn't really introduce myself but you already know who i am you know jacob bros better know. you already know come on now of course i'm here with my co-host quinlan yes sir baby but yeah i mean you know we've been gone for about a month So, I mean, it's just best to, like, let you know what we've been up to. Um, Me, personally, I had a birthday, like, two and a half weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was a movie, I'd like to say. (laughs) It was a movie. It was a good night with all the boys, you know. We went out, had a good time. Uh, Other than that, you know, I've been working, grinding, trying to figure out what I'm going to do after graduation. Only got no. a couple more weeks left here. Yeah, been in the gym, just just living life, you know. What about you, Queen, what you been up to? Oh man, I've been up to a
1: lot. Uh, just honestly, bro, school's just been picking up lately. Like, I t- I did take a lot of credits this semester to grind it out um, to to graduate on time. But you know, we're doing it. And my solution to f- uh, wrapping up my undergrad is to c- continue my grad. So. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. sir. There we yeah. go. Snaps. Yes, Love to hear it. Your boy will be at Marquette for another two years. woo um, Pursuing my uh, graduate degree in communication and media studies, and I'm going to do it for free.
0: Okay, boy. A, okay. Little, Turn little, me up.
1: Be a teaching assistant. Turn so. me up. Chat. Right, good stuff, Quinn. Turn me you. up. Thank Congrats. you. I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to have a, you know my little classroom full of students a couple times a week, so doing that, doing some classes, and yeah. Uh, Man, it's been good though. So I've been busy with that and then I was I was also in Nashville uh last week. Me and me and Alex both were. Yeah, I didn't get the invite. No. That's besides the point. <laughs> it was uh we'll just call it a movie. It was a good time. But you know, we had to come back for at least one more episode before the semester ends. You know, we got finals coming up in 2 weeks or so. So people love this. People love this podcast and we we like we like making them. So um Alex, what about you? What you been on? I mean, uh... How do call you Alex? It's <laughs> <Rhodey>. <laughs>
2: I mean, it flip-flops. I mean, uh I think most of the people here at Marquette call me Rhodey, but there are certainly a few people that call me Alex, but well, you know mean, you
0: introduce yourself as Rhodey sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, do. no, I do, I do, I do.
2: <laughs> just because just I feel like it's easier because so many people, like, already refer to me, you know? Yeah, I've with...
0: had a few times where, like, oh, my name's Jacob, and then people are like, oh, okay... And then somebody like later in the night says j rose and I'm like oh you're j rose <laughs> yeah that's, like, right, okay, bro. that's right <laughs>
1: that's how people call me bbq For we real? Just,
0: yeah bro but
1: like you know how people who say you say that people that don't know you call you j rose and people that know you call you J or jacob uh-huh. mm. i feel like people that don't know me call me bbq for real yeah i'm yet to hear that but I
0: can't like, I've, I've had people that.
1: come up to me and like on the street before i'd be like yo what up bbq i'm like i don't know you who you are. Like. <laughs>
2: yeah that's funny but yeah. uh to answer your question quinn oh, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. S- school's picked up a little bit i'm mostly concerned with the whole job thing just because i haven't secured anything yet so i'm just trying to send a bunch of applications and just see where we are from there but it's uh i'm enjoying yeah it's a grind but you know semester's ending uh we're about to graduate and i'm excited to see what uh what comes ahead
0: you know we got in person graduation too I know. Yeah, the American M- Family F- Field. M- American Family Field. Yeah, got the rents coming out. Big bro, you know, we're going to turn up. Oh, big bro's coming too? Heck yeah. Let's go. We're going to go crazy. Let's go. Brewers actually finally gave me tickets. They stopped messing with me, so I guess that's a good thing, you know? They did give you tickets, you said? Yeah, took them long enough, you know? I'm like, I want to the month before. I should have <laughs> tickets on demand, you feel me?
1: Yeah, get that lifetime contract. Exactly. I mean, oh, they, yeah.
0: they should have gave me, like... They should honestly offer me the GM spot, like no cap. Yeah, but you know, whatever. Um, but in you know after our life updates, kind of brief. But Quinn, you want to talk a little bit about uh the mask situation? Actually, Alex, you want to talk about the mask situation <laughs> and the vaccinations? Yeah. So uh, quite recently, uh, the
2: Biden administration, with uh collaboration with the CDC, they just released. Um, uh, statement saying that if you are fully vaccinated, meaning you received both uh, shots, you no longer have to wear a mask in open spaces. So not in super tight, closed, uh, um, clustered uh, areas with people. So you know, if you're you're outside and you got your vaccination shots, you don't
1: have to wear your mask. So that's really cool. I think it's about time that the CDC caught on with what the what the general public already knew. I feel like people have not been wearing masks outside if they're vaccinated for a while. I mean. I, after I got both my vaccines, I was walking around outside without a mask. I feel kind of invincible. So okay,
0: boy, yeah, okay, invincible. Q in the building. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, me and Roady slash Alex slash whatever you want to call him haven't got our vaccinations yet. But next week, next week we'll, we'll get it. Max up. Week. Yeah, we'll
2: start next week. My parents have been all on me. You know, get your vaccine, get your vaccine. Like they, they, they told me. Like my mom, um, who's got like other health. Concerns going on. She, you know, she wants to be super safe, so she's like telling me, "Gotta get it, gotta get it." So I'm planning on getting it at least before, you know, graduation or by graduation,
1: hopefully. Y'all, y'all should should, uh, get on that soon because I know the Wisconsin Center, which is where I got both of mine. They're going to be halting vaccinations within the next two weeks. Yeah. Starting when? In two weeks. Oh, in two two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So we should go next. But. If you we, you guys have already missed the deadline to get your second one, you can still get your first one. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's I mean there's other places you can go to. It's not just
0: the Wisconsin Center, but that one's just the most convenient cuz it's right here. Pretty sure you can go to American Family Field now. So you yeah, can yeah. so
2: let's say let's say this, you get your first shot at um the Wisconsin Center. But uh that means you can go anywhere else to get your second shot? Is that what you're Yeah, saying? I don't think
1: you need to go to the same place to get it. For the second time, I think at Marquette, if you have to, if you want to get your second shot, you have to get your first one at Marquette. You couldn't go to the Wisconsin Center and then go to Marquette for your second. But I think anywhere else, as long as you you like the, that vaccination card that people get, is I think is pretty universal. So you can use that and take it anywhere and get your second.
0: I heard Marquette's giving out the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah,
1: that's what I was telling oh, really? you. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: like their clinic Sheesh. next week is ah, setting bro. up
1: a
2: separate uh, ah, thing where they're only administering the Johnson and Johnson one.
1: Johnson and Johnson's fine. It's, people trip about it, but <laughs> you, you have to think, it's such a small percentage of people that are being affected by this. Yes, it's serious, but also people die from the flu shot every year, yeah. too.
2: Also, what I'm reading is that the ones who are affected by the Johnson Johnson, like you said, it's a very small percentage of mostly women who get blood clots as just kind of an adverse side effect. So that's just really like a small amount of people. So, But, yeah. but still, you know, it's important to just uh, point that out.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I think with, you know, the mask mandate changing and, I mean, some states aren't even, don't even have one, it seems like, um, but, you know. The bars don't. The bars don't. And even <laughs> yeah. like when I was in, when me and brothers were in Nashville, like, they, there is no mask mandate there at all. In fact, people will, will look at you weird if you do have a mask on. Um,
2: you got shamed, didn't you, Quinn, for wearing a mask?
1: <laughs> no, I never did.
2: You didn't? No. Um, I feel like no. someone did. Maybe it was like Kelly or something, but someone someone Kelly, told Kelly me a did. story. Yeah, Kelly yeah, did.
1: that yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember I stopped in Kentucky to get like a sandwich or something on the way there. Well, first of all, this place was called Confederate Kentucky. That was oh. the name of the town. Oh man. Um I stopped at like the Quiznos there and got a got a sandwich and I walked in with my mask on. Nobody, not even the workers, nobody in there was wearing a mask, so I just I took it off. I just I'd rather blend in and I had been vaccinated both times, so I felt like it was okay. Um but one area where you know, COVID's been hitting hard is, is in India, and I think for the most part, Africa and Asia have been pretty good about limiting their cases, limiting the, the number of deaths, limiting the infection rates, um, but India just within this last month has, has picked up um, quite a bit, and a lot of that has to do with the way that they're able to treat their patients. Like the, I know India has an oxygen shortage at the moment. And we know that this virus targets um, the respiratory system in general, and oxygen is a way of relieving that and giving these patients oxygen. Um, And right now they're at an oxygen shortage. So a lot of people are are struggling over there. They've they've seen some high high number of cases, high number of deaths. um, And it's pretty sad to see.
2: Yeah, and uh, just to add on a little bit, I know uh, there are a couple like uh, big issues that I've been pointing out in terms of like how it's been spreading and just kind of like the risks and, and just kind of like what's been going on. Um, just for example, like they've had like issues with like social distancing. It's a very, you know, condensed populated area, huge population in India. Um, it's also lower on the socioeconomic scale. So um, that kind of alludes to uh, I, I want to say patience. Um, or or at least people who are getting getting infected or at risk of getting infected in terms of their access to getting the vaccine. So um, just to give you a quick little stat, um, so far less than 10% of the entire population have had even the first dose of the vaccine, let alone the, and and less than 2% are fully vaccinated. So it's just, it's kind of like having the availability and providing access just to all these people. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and local manufacturers in the country are trying to step up and figure it out. But right now it's just a huge overhaul of new cases. It's, I think it was 400,000 new cases a day, um, which is just like ridiculous. It's, uh, it's an astronomical amount of people getting COVID like right away and it just keeps getting worse and worse. So. Uh, my heart goes out to them. Oh, oh, and another thing too, the Biden administration recently set a ban on travel from India to the US. So that's starting May 4th. So mm-hmm. that's another thing just to reduce the spread into the US.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, things that are going on in India are pretty tough. You know, make sure you guys say your prayers or, you know, just hope that everything goes well out there because You know, on this podcast, we don't just talk about what's going on, you know, in our immediate area. You know, we like to touch on things that, you know, yeah, a little worldwide. We like to touch on things that, you know, a regular podcast, you know, wouldn't normally touch on. But, you know, hope that everything in India, you know, starts to turn around for the better. But, you know, we have our little segment (laughs) called All That Good Stuff. As you know, all that good stuff is, you know, a little ending we normally have. Um, and today we got a question, Rhodes. You ready? Sure. All right. So I don't have an answer to this. I need to. I, need I have to an answer. To... If you could live in any movie, TV show or TV show, what would it be? Oh, easy. Yeah. I already know what you're going to say. I'm going to say the <laughs> same thing. Entourage. Oh, wait. Um, oh, entourage? Yeah. Oh, no, I, fi- I figured out mine. Okay.
2: Entourage. Come on now.
0: Yeah. What about you, Quinn? Harry
2: Potter. Yeah. Uh, you that's, thought I was gonna say uh, that?
0: That's so easy for me. Uh, I, for sure I was like, I works. was, I
1: was thinking about it. and I was like, wait, what am I gonna say? And then, oh, Harry
0: Potter. Easily. Hey,
2: maybe going. Harry Potter would be my second. But Entourage, come my, on now. That lifestyle.
0: Woo. I mean, you don't necessarily have the lifestyle. You just in that time. <laughs> I mean, you could. I don't have to necessarily <laughs> much be you're just Vince. just living the
2: same, you know. I don't have to be Vince Chase. I could be Turtle. You I wouldn't could be, be
0: a, one of the characters.
2: I would just be a part of that. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. That's, you know, Hollywood lifestyle. But you could do that now anyway. Not really, I mean. I mean,
0: once you start working, blah, blah, blah. Make I that mean, bank.
2: that's like the most compo- competitive job industry in the world. Yeah, but like you're <laughs> Shoot. I mean, I I appreciate the, the confidence. I mean, shoot, my dad was a part-time actor for a little while, but he never really made it big, and he, he invested a lot. So I, I kind of have a understanding of just how competitive it is It is just because of him and his experiences. So
0: We got someone in the chat that said Star Wars, having a lightsaber would be lit. Yeah, I mean, having a lightsaber would be cool, but I'd rather have a wand. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I would too. (laughs) Also,
1: for TV shows, I think, I I love TV shows that are based around high school and just like high school experiences.
2: What are you going to say, Euphoria?
1: I was going to say Euphoria or, I don't know if you guys probably haven't seen it, but oh, maybe we have, but Freaks and Geeks. It's, uh, it's such a good, it's such a good show. It's just literally, it was, I think made in the 1990s. um, And it has a, oh, it has a phenomenal cast. I know Seth Rogen is in it. um, And that dude from, oh, what's his name? From How I Met Your Mother. I think his name is Jason Siegel. Yeah, Jason Siegel's in it. James Franco's in it. Um, And it's like, I don't know, it's just, it makes me like reminisce a little bit and be like, oh, I wish my high school was like that. Yeah, mm. I remember
0: living in Australia, and I used to watch like movies and stuff, and you know, like I thought that's how high school was gonna be when yeah, I moved here. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't like the cheerleaders yeah. weren't attractive at all. You know? <laughs> there wasn't really any jocks, so yeah, it was just like, what the heck? This is like fake. they they
1: show up like the group seems so segregated, like the social groups, mm-hmm. but they're really like it doesn't exist really like at the same the same way. Yeah, it um, was
0: it was tough to see. I don't know. I was just I was hoping for a little better. But yeah, I definitely uh, want to wand, you know, go to Ollivander's, get my first wand. Oh, my gosh. I would pay to go to Hogwarts. Oh, yeah. I'd pay. Big time. I'd pay. I'd pay more than I do here. Easy. Anything from the trolley. <laughs> Anything from the trolley, dear. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the lot. <laughs> we'll take yeah, the What world. a movie. We could talk about. We could have a one podcast one day where we just talk about all the movies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Well,
1: I, I haven't seen that many movies, but I could talk about Harry Potter for forever. Yeah. I mean,
0: I'd almost say like I'd like to live in the Marvel universe, but I feel like if I'm not a superhero or have some type of power, it wouldn't be fun. You're just
2: a regular person with an everyday job. It wouldn't (laughs) be
0: fun. Because like the amount of people that probably, you know, die because of, you know, just aliens coming in, blah, blah, blah. You know, like half half the world got, I mean, half the universe got wiped out. You know, I could have been one of those half. Yeah. So I can't, you know, I think about like Transformers too. But then it's like, ah, I mean, I'm not trying to fight Optimus Prime. You know, I'm just a regular guy. I don't have <laughs> yeah. powers. Bro, imagine being in like 2012, you gotta fight the universe. That'd be, that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. Man. it'd be tough. But I mean, you know, if you guys in the chat have any place that you'd like to live in or a movie or TV show, you know, let us know. But we're on to new things. You know, we had a, a little DJ Khaled album last night. Quinn, what'd you think of it?
1: I loved it, personally.
0: Yeah. I, <laughs> I was surprised a lot. You know,
1: sometimes a lot of artists will come out and say, Oh, album dropping two weeks, album dropping next week. Khaled was like, Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's coming up. I mean, I think we all kind of maybe saw it coming with the two Drake songs that he already released. But to be honest, I listened to the whole thing this morning and I re listened to some of the songs again twice. Um, And I thought it was, it was, I thought it was, I thought just like as a whole, the album, I thought it was great. It had some great. Um, great artist ever featured as he always does mm-hmm. uh but i thought it was really good what about you
0: yeah I'm, I'm i'm a big fan there was you know a couple people that i'd say i was disappointed in in their verses and i already know that oh i got you have the same say. feeling yeah but i mean i was a little surprised that there was a her and Migos collab because <laughs> i don't know i just never saw a her and Migos goes like on the same song but you listen to that song, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know how the amigo's part and it goes like one me go to the next one the next one. Mm-hmm. I like when like songs do that, when rappers do that. Like instead of just having their separate verses, like when they go back and forth with each other, that's probably like my favorite type of stuff. Like you remember that uh that little baby, little Dirk and Meek, like mm-hmm. fifteen second thing we heard. Mm-hmm, yeah. Stuff like that is good to listen to. Yeah, yeah. I thought this album too, uh,
1: it felt more like R&B to me. Yeah. And well, I would say R&B and rap. Like there's been flashes where uh, DJ Khaled is like, you see some pop a lot in his his music. And I guess there was a little bit of that, but it seems like he always chooses artists to be featured that are like at, that are hot right now that are at like a good point in their careers. Um, That's fair. And I thought he did a great job of just like being attentive to the industry and just choosing artists that were, like that were that are doing really really well right now. I mean obviously he has people like Justin Bieber, Tiller, Drake that he's worked with for his entire career. But I mean I don't remember seeing him on a or her being on a an album. I don't remember seeing like Little Baby or Little Dirk being on an album.
0: Yeah, Little Baby and Little Dirk are it right now. Yeah, and they are exactly.
1: Um uh, just kind of going through the the tracklist though. I mean, I love the Little Baby and Dirk song. Um Her and the Migo song was great. I even like the Post Malone and uh the Megan song as well.
0: Yeah, Little Baby's on that too. Little Baby's yeah, on three he's songs a, he's I on think. a bunch.
1: Yeah. And then oh, my favorite though, that Body in Motion. Yeah, it's a good song. Tiller Baby and and Roddy, man. I need a Roddy that album. Was different. But I got something to say. I me and Gil, my roommate, for those of you who don't know. We were talking about this a lot this morning. Um and A Boogie Man I don't know what the hell is going on in this guy's mind. <laughs> I, I, I really genuinely have no idea. And one thing that Gil t- told me this morning when we were talking about it that I really agree with is, for those of you who don't know, he was featured on, on one of the songs, and it was dog water. It was absolutely horrible. His verse was bad. It was I horrible. like the rest of the song. The rest of the song is good, but the fact that they made A Boogie the chorus of that really, really ruined it for me. And A Boogie, throughout his entire career, from TBA to The Bigger Artist to Hoodie Season... Gil said, and I agree with it, it seems like he's been kind of that underground dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been, like, just grinding in the lab, like, making all the songs, just grinding them out. And he was at, he kind of reached this point in his career um, where he could either max max out, like, this is the best best he's going to get. Or he could surpass that and become, like, a Drake-type level, or, like, you know, where they just don't miss. And he's just been horrible i i just i I think he really needs to figure himself out and i thought his verse was horrible i personally i didn't like his last album it seems like every single feature he's on is horrible uh i was really disappointed because boogie used to be one of my favorite artists and now it's just like oh A boogie's really on the song it's gonna ruin it for me um that was probably the biggest letdown dang cut deep into your boy yeah yeah Yeah. i did Dang. it's just it's it's just disappointing to see i think at one point in the song he said er, in this uh on the dj khaled album he goes uh you a freak baby and that's why i like you baby. yeah and i'm like bro shut up <laughs> i don't want to hear that
0: i was i was on tiktok the other day and it's i saw repetitive. this clip of like um uh you're you're like uk rappers yeah and in it like some of the lyrics they had were really bad. I'm gonna show you after. it. Like they're kind of inappropriate, so I'm not gonna say I'm on the podcast. But some of their lyrics are just it's 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 bad. I'm gonna show yeah. you. Remind me. Remind me. I Because they're actually I like will. really funny.
1: But like to me, when I when I think of Prime a Boogie, I go to like the the bigger artist, which came out in 2017, and mm-hmm. he he has there's some songs on there that didn't really get like a whole lot of national attention, but are just like bangers. Like the like he just. The lyrics are just great, and he rides the the um, the beat really, really well. And one example of that is the song "No Comparison." I feel like I think oh, like that's like that's when that
0: when that beat changes. Yes, oh, bro, I, I feel like that's just prime, like that's
1: prime a boogie. Like he's, just, I don't know, he just seems like he's been an underground rapper this entire life. And this is what Gil told me, and I couldn't agree more. Um, and now he's just kind of gotten into the spotlight, and he doesn't know what to do with himself.
0: Yeah, hmm. that's Could how be. I feel um mm. he's starting to fall off a little big time So yeah. like my chance yeah
1: <laughs> so like uh I, don't know. I, I the album as a whole though was great and you know i think we all needed an album like this
0: yeah, I had a, like at least six songs already saved um i kind of like the jay-z and Nas song like it was kind of a big deal for a lot of people mm-hmm. especially like old heads because you know, <laughs> all the old heads well, i mean not like old heads but yeah, you know, no, about ten years I know older than us. Yeah. Cause you know, Jay Z and Nas are, you know, OGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty cool to see them on a song in, you know, twenty twenty one. I mean, I feel like they had a song probably twenty years ago. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, you already had the Drake the two of the Drake songs. Uh Tiller had two songs. So I liked them both. I didn't really like Meek's verse. Nah, yeah it was okay. It was it was whatever. Uh and I feel like Meek normally always has good feature verses i wasn't really feeling this one but you said you didn't you, you didn't really like the justin bieber 21 savage i really liked it to be honest
1: Are you, you mean just not oh yeah Justin Bieber rich when was out yeah. yeah no i wasn't really a fan i thought it's just kind of a weird combo uh, I, I
0: mean, mean was, yeah there's a few weird combos on this but some reason they worked like, yeah the her and the migos that worked for some reason but
1: yeah i like uh, the the justin timberlake one um
0: yeah that was cool that was, a, that was r&b for sure yeah did you like the cardi b one I didn't even listen to it, I'm not going to lie. So It's not worth it. I started the first one. I was listening to Lil Wayne Jeremiah's song. I was like, okay. This is yeah, okay. it was like an intro song. And then uh, like. yeah. Lil Baby and Lil Dirk, that song. And I was you know, nodding my head. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. playing MLB. I'm nodding my head. And then I hear Cardi B come out and like, nyah, nyah, and then she start <laughs> talking. And I'm like, oh, Skip, Skip. <laughs> I was like, Nah. I- yeah i know i was listening
1: to th- i woke up pretty early this morning and i was listening to it and i heard cardi b come in like
0: right it's too early for you yeah
1: it's too early for you i just you. wasn't feeling it no not at all
0: i mean i'll give it another chance but i mean i don't really listen to songs that she's on by herself you know yeah yeah like she's not a she's you know she's a solid artist same as meg i'm probably not gonna listen to a song that they do by themselves um. i think mean, they're featuring a song with one of my you know favorite artists yeah i'm gonna listen to it yeah yeah but- um by themselves, nah. No. Other, th- other than the Caledon, we really didn't have a whole lot. I mean, yeah. Uh, 21 Savage dropped a single for a uh, new movie coming out called Spiral. Mm. You know Sp- you what know, Spiral is? Uh, I've mm-hmm. heard of it. I don't it's know a part of, like, the Saw franchise. Okay. And, like, Chris Rock's in it. It looks pretty interesting. But it's, like, after all seven Saw movies or whatever. Gotcha. But, yeah. Uh, it, he just dropped, like, the soundtrack song for it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Classic 21 Savage song.
1: Yeah. We also got some teasers though. Yeah, we do. For two albums. One is significantly bigger than the other. Um Isaiah Rashad, I think, is supposed to be coming out with an album in two weeks, which I listen to some of his stuff. Uh some of it's good to me, some of it's just kinda like whatever.
0: Um oh,
1: do you really listen to him like do you guys listen to Isaiah like that, Rashad? No. Nah,
0: um I know my friend that uh has the, those like playlists and on TikTok and all He's got a bunch of followers on his playlist mm-hmm. he really likes as isaiah rashad yeah um i think he's cool but i, I like know him. when i saw uh tde tweet about someone's dropping an album next week mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so that could be kendrick lamar SZA, or SZA, yeah uh could be schoolboy q i think j-rock's there and isaiah rashad i'm Child- like
1: childish majors there too yeah
0: I think Sir is a part of it, too. I don't know. No, you know, no?
1: I don't think he is. No? No, I, th- I think it's him, and he's part of Dreamville.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I was like, okay, a Kendrick album, that'd be lit. A Schoolboy Q album, that'd be lit. Scissor album, that'd be lit. Isaiah Rashad, you know, it's cool. J-Rock is cool. Then we got the cool one, you know. So the top three that I'd prefer, we didn't get, but I'm not, I'm not mad. I mean, Isaiah Rashad hasn't really dropped anything in a minute, to be honest. Yeah, he hasn't. But he's got like a—I don't know—he's kind of got a low-key fan base. That yeah. I don't know. I don't know a lot of his fans, to be honest. Just like a part of my friend group. Yeah. But oh, theres so on
1: his own label. He is. Yeah, by himself.
0: Oh, dang! Good for him.
1: I, I swear, he was with like Boz and Omen Earth Gang on them with on Dreamville. Yeah. But he's not. Okay. Uh. But yeah, we also got that J. Cole teaser. Yeah, we did. That's gonna be big. I saw him in I think Boz posted a picture of him in the lab. Yeah. Man, I need that bad. You know when you listen to, when you have like an artist you like and you listen to the same stuff over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. just like, bro, I like I really I I don't know what else to listen to. So I know all I know all these songs. And it's just I need something different. And that's how that's that's where I'm at
0: with J. Cole. Oh, like I, yeah, I, I can listen to different any Brent song at any time of the day.
1: Yeah. Know all the lyrics. That's how I feel about Kendrick too. But apparently he's coming out with an album, or he's <laughs> supposed to be. I hope so. Right. We really have J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake all
0: scheduled to come out with, with albums. Yeah, Drake right. was supposed to drop months ago. He was supposed yeah. to drop
1: in January, wasn't he? It's ACL been been healed.
0: Yeah, he was just he was probably just doing two C slide the other day or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was not using yeah. the ski the ski. Oh track. yeah, he's doing the ski. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fire song. Yeah, uh, That Young Thug dropped, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks, yeah. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but... I, I didn't really listen to it, to be honest. Uh, the album was kind of... It was solid. It was just... I think it was comparable to Khaled's album. I haven't and listened to bandiers. Khaled
2: yet, but comparing the two, is Khaled a lot better?
0: Uh, it's kind of hard. Well, Khaled's it, a producer. It's different. You know? Yeah. Like, there's probably six songs on both of them that I saved to my playlist. Okay. That I really like. There's so also
1: way more songs on the Thug.
0: Yeah, because Thug oh, yeah. dropped the deluxe, like, two days after. Two days later, yeah. Wait, how many are on uh Khaled's album? Like 14, I think. Okay. 12 to 14, that area. But Thug's got 20 or something, especially okay. with the deluxe songs. That's overwhelming. But, yeah, you know, his mm. songs were cool. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you know, Khaled, DJ Khaled, Khalid. Got all these different types of names. I, I couldn't think of a transition i was trying to think of someone named callet or something but <laughs> it didn't come to my mind uh well we had some big news in the sports
1: world yesterday um reports have said that have come out that aaron Rodgers is what was the term they used disgruntled 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 with the packers organization and does not plan to play for them again
0: quinn as a packers fan there how do you feel um Tell us how you feel, you know. That's oh, how you feel. I'll say, yeah, that's I am gonna tell you how I feel about it. Uh
1: I felt a lot of different ways. Part of me is like, why do not we take that Jimmy G trade? Or why didn't we why haven't we made a move for him? Or to
0: to dish him out if I mean, he's I not if he's he not happy. GM or whoever said they're not trading him.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and pff, to me, it makes me just think like the trades well, it makes me think two things. Number one is the trades we could get for him. And the 49ers offered a lot. And I think just I would I would just be interested interested to see what other teams have offered, um, and part of me is like, let's give Jordan Love a chance. Yeah. If like if if Aaron Rodgers not playing in Green Bay is a legitimate possibility, the Packers have been great at drafting quarterbacks. I mean, the, the last two especially, like, they've always had a good quarterback in Green Bay for as long as I can remember, and part of me is like, they got trust in Jordan Love, I got trust in them. Um, so that's how I feel. Number one, number two, I don't know. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. Okay. (laughs) 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 Number two, I don't know if I believe it. You don't believe it. I don't know if that's true. The media, the, the media, whenever there's a down, a down area in the media, they love bringing up drama with Aaron Rodgers. They Adam Schefter love...
2: usually is pretty on his game. True. It's like Woj for basketball. That's true. Yeah, I'm not
1: just talking about Adam Schefter, though. I'm talking about people in
0: general. Like, well, just, I mean, just... Adam Schefter was the first one to release it, though.
1: I know. Yeah. But to be honest, I did you guys see what uh, Marquez Valdez-Gandling tweeted? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said it's Cap. No, he didn't say it was Cap, but he uh, put out this gif of this uh, – Like eight-year-old Cleveland Browns fan looking up at the scoreboard, like, what the hell is going on? Like, Uh. he just like, are you like, what? Like, just confusion. And part of me is either like, does is he just shocked by this news, or is uh, is Adam Schefter capping? So Hmm. um, the media just they love speculating about Aaron Rodgers and just saying that you know he's going here, he's going there, he's not happy here. But if it if this is true, I'm not mad at Aaron Rodgers at all. I'm not mad at him one bit for wanting to leave because the Packers organization have abused his laid-back charisma and wanting to just like better the team. He's never been one to come out and say I want you, I want this player, I want this player, I want this player. He's always trusted in the management, which has been good for the most part. But I think the management has also abused that, and that's when they like when they drafted Jordan Love last year. That that was just out of character and not they just they owe to Aaron Rodgers to. At least try to surround him with the team and not think about the future. They need to enjoy him while he's here. Um, So if this is true, I, I'm not mad at Aaron Rodgers one bit. Obviously, I would love it if he stayed in Green Bay. I think every Packers fan would say that. Um, But from what I've heard, the Packers are going to make him choose between being a starting quarterback for them or being a game show host. Wow. That's hmm. what I've heard. Well, and while we're still what, on the topic. That's what the opposing GMs have said, too.
0: We got a question from the chat. Okay. Professor Sturgill said... How is Quinn a Packers fan coming out of Minneapolis?
1: It's a great question. Mm. That's a great question. And it's not one that – it's one that I've had to deal with a lot. Um, but both my parents are born and raised in Wisconsin. My dad grew up in La Crosse. My mom grew up just outside Madison. And I was raised – I was raised – a. I was raised a Packer fan, just how it is. I've always been like that. I always will be like that. (laughs)
0: Okay, let them know then. That's how you feel?
1: Vikings can kick rocks. Oh, that's how (laughs) you feel, too? (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) Nice, nice. There's some passion. Yeah, no, I... When I think about my favorite organization as a whole, the Packers are my favorite team yeah, across, um, across all across all sports. Me
0: and Rose talked about that yesterday, and like my favorite team's the Eagles. His favorite team's the football team. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it used to be something else,
2: but now yeah, it's the football you, team. You can't talk about that. Anymore. Yeah,
0: that's um, right. Team. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, we're talking about our teams. You know, uh, it was the first round of the draft last night. It was. And Alex, you know, since you're you our guest, uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about our teams first before we talk about the draft as a whole. All right. Uh. As a Washington football team fan, how do you feel about uh, your draft pick? So uh, I'll admit at first I was a
2: little uh, worried, but not too much just because. So we picked a linebacker. We play, We picked Jamon Davis out of Kentucky. And so off the bat, Ron Rivera, uh, who's the coach of the Washington football team, he has a track record for drafting very, very good linebackers. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, Luke Keekley. Uh, I forgot who it was before. Shaq.
0: Thompson. I forgot name? about him. his name.
2: Shaq. Yeah. But he anyway, he has a very good track record for that. And uh, one thing really cool about this pick is so he's kind of like a hit or miss. So the reason why he kind of fell back is because he doesn't have much experience. He's kind of like the defense. played defen-
0: like 17 games or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like 11 games, I yeah. think.
2: And it was just kind of like the the defensive player version of uh, Wilson, you know, the quarterback, because he had one crazy year for um, his team, and then he got drafted second overall after a great pro day by the Jets. So, And then the other thing I have to say about this player is – it was either pro football or or some organization? They've been ranking linebackers or just players in general since 1987 um, in terms of like how they did on their pro day, uh, and they said this linebacker out of all the hundreds of linebackers they've ranked since '87 said he was the 14th most athletic linebacker going into the draft since
1: 1987. Okay,
2: okay. So you know his 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 uh. His vertical was like a 42-inch. He's like a massive dude, and he can run a 4-4 or 4-3. What do you think?
1: I got a question for you, Rhodes. I mean, mean, Washington already had one of the best defenses in football last year. Mm. What do you think about them drafting – drafting a defensive guy when, you know, their offense was was, was what really struggled last year?
2: So, I mean, they, they could have gone with a offensive tackle. I mean, there was still Christian Darris on the board who was picked up by Minnesota right after, and I liked him a lot. But at the same time, I understand because earlier this week, Washington picked up Eric Flowers, who was a starting uh, tackle for Miami, and all they had to do to give up uh, in order to get Flowers was just a few spots back further back in the seventh round so i'm totally good with that um i was surprised because i thought they were gonna get jok okay, but um that didn't end up happening because uh davis is more of a complete linebacker he can play all three positions whereas jok okay can only do coverage really mostly so
1: okay got you <laughs> uh well, jay i'll we, go you know you just ranted yeah, yeah. about the package I did. Really. I did i've been talking a lot
0: so uh you know i'm happy I'm happy with my pick. You know, we got the Heisman. Yeah, hey. the The Heisman. You feel me? Get the Heisman. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, we got the Heisman. Uh, you know, go Birds, baby. Short little guy. Um, you know, I'm happy. You know, can't ask for much more. You know, we could have got a linebacker, didn't get him. I mean, overall, the like the one thing about the draft that I was really happy about. Was that the Cowboys didn't get their cornerback that they wanted? <laughs> hey, but they still got a monster linebacker. You know that's cool and all, but they Michael didn't get Parsons. They didn't get the corner they Michael needed. Micah Parsons hasn't played though in a year. Yeah, I know, but neither has Jamar Chase. You know, that's true. Uh, uh, right. But yeah, that was probably my main takeaway. But you know, I was happy. it's uh, yeah, a good pick. Yeah. I'll keep mine
1: short. Um, you know, I I really like the pick to be honest with you, Eric Stokes, he's a cornerback out of Georgia. Uh he's one of the fastest one of the fastest cornerbacks in the um in the draft. 6'1, 194. I think he ran like a 4.25 wow. at the, at his combine and he can he can jump, he can do whatever. Um but you also think about like he played in the SEC. So I mean, he guarded Devontae Smith. He guarded Jalen Waddle, He guarded Jamar Chase when he was there. Um so he he only let up one touchdown, I think, in his Three years or whatever at, uh, um, at Georgia. So I thought it was a good pickup for them. That's solid. Uh, I think he'll compliment Jair Alexander really, really well. What about Kevin King? Yeah, I think Kevin King is on his last. I mean, they signed him to a one-year deal, but I think he'll be he'll be gone after this year. And you, when you, if you, if Eric Stokes develops how we he, how he's projected to, man, we might have the fastest cornerback duo in the league between Jair and and Eric Stokes. So. I really like the pickup. I think he'll
0: prove well to, for the future, especially. All right. Well, going off that, winners and losers of the draft. As many as you want. Uh, just so far because, you uh, know, it okay. was just day one. Okay.
1: Um, My winner is going to be the same. Eh, no, it's going to be different than the, than the Steel. I, the, the winner for me is the Chicago Bears. I think them drafting Justin Fields is going to be really, really good for them. As a Packers fan, I don't like that. Um, But – they traded up to get him, and it kind of makes the whole Andy Dalton trade irrelevant because if you're gonna have a backup QB, Trubisky is more than enough to be a backup.
0: Yeah, and they owe they owe f- mm. uh, falls like twenty mil. <laughs>
1: yeah, they do. Yeah, so, I like, really like that pick too. That would definitely be one of my wins. I think it'll just draw like more media and fan attention too when you have Justin Fields, and I I thought it was a great pick for them. I thought Justin Fields could have gone third, to be honest with you head of uh, Trey Lance. I thought he should have gone second. Yeah. In <laughs> front of his, oh, yeah. Zach Wilson, too. He could have gone second, <laughs> easily second. So I think that was a great pickup for them, and it was a steal. Loser? Uh, <laughs> I got three losers.
0: I have a couple. Loser? Um,
2: I'd say the biggest loser would probably be uh, – Oh my bad, Quinn. Were you? No, I don't. I don't have an answer. So you, y'all, y- 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 go. My biggest loser by far
0: was the Raiders pick, yeah. Alex Leatherwood. Like this, <laughs> what are you doing? Like he was he was on, <laughs> on the big board. He was projected like 70, 70 second, So like oh a third rounder, and they drafted him in the first round. They
2: still would have had him at least in their second. Yeah, I for mean, really. what are
0: they doing? I, I mean, mean like, the, the dude's massive. I like, understand he's a great guard. that Alabama always has good linemen, and they always do well in the league. But I don't know, bro. It's just, like – I mean, like, good for him, good for his family, you know. Like, congrats. But that's definitely – I definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. But go ahead. Um, I would say my number two is this
2: dude. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hey, take a (laughs) look. Mac Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you guys could see this picture. But, uh, (laughs) yes, it was Mac Jones. I I think he's going to be a total bust. But (laughs) then again – That's how you feel, right? Yeah, no, that is how I feel. (laughs) But (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> I also on on the other side I think the best organization for this dude to fall under is definitely Bill Belichick I mean yeah. you saw what he did to to Brady you saw hey I wish I had like uh I should have pulled it up but like similar um kind of like combine scores between Brady and uh Mac Jones yeah. because they're both not the most uh athletic, athletic people <laughs> uh, watch, him, watch him
1: watch him like win like rookie of the year or something I know yeah, and, and and,
2: and and the thing is this quarterback he really like needs a good offensive line in front of him and the
0: Patriots can definitely help him out with that. So I yeah, think I that's... mean I think he's going to learn a lot from Cam. Uh I don't think he's going to start unless Cam, mm-hmm. you know, has a bad year. But the Patriots made a lot of moves in the offseason so I'm you know hoping Cam has a somewhat decent year. Uh but was that your last one? Or you got no, one. No, I got one more. And oh, yeah. some
2: people might be surprised by this, but I really stand by it. I think uh, Jacksonville's second pick, getting Travis uh, Etienne was Etienne. just... Etienne? Yeah. And the reason why I say this, I you know, I get it. Like, I'm sure, like, they wanted to just pair up uh, Trevor Lawrence and his former running mate. But Javante Williams, man, like, that dude is a beast running back. And he is still on the board uh, out of North Carolina. And I think he would have been the best fit. Like, I thought they should have, you know, drafting a running back is what you wanted to do. But we're not trying to have a play date here between like former <laughs> college players. Get the best player <laughs> you can get. Okay,
1: well, we even saw the same play date with Jamar Chase and yeah, we saw uh, a lot of it.
2: Hey, that's different though because Jamar Chase is an absolute animal. He's he is, in my opinion, the best wide receiver uh, in the in the class. Like better than Pitts. Well, I was gonna say other than Pitts because like
1: Pitts is ridiculous. Yeah, no,
2: Pitts is ridiculous, but. Because he's technically going to be under the tight end position, although he'll probably be like he'll probably be switched up to like slot and then outside or wherever. But like he can play any position. But other than him, definitely Jamar Chase is the best wide receiver in that class. I think so. That's understandable.
0: Okay. All right. So I got two. You know, I agree with the Raiders. But my first one, I'm gonna go with the Broncos okay. because, like, uh, yeah, you know, Patrick Sertain. I was happy with their pick because you know, for my benefit, and I don't have to. Play against Patrick Sartain outside all year, but I don't know, man. I feel like they have they should have got they should have got Justin Fields. I think. I mean, I don't really believe Nobody in even Drew Lock. No, I mean, they just got Teddy Bridgewater too. Yeah, mm, that's and true. I don't know. They sh- I don't think they should have done that. But I think I mean I've heard those reports about Aaron Rodgers going to the Broncos on some Peyton Manning type stuff. Um, so you know, if they have that locked up, then I understand the pick. Mm-hmm. But my second one, uh, I think you guys are gonna like this one. The Washington football team. <laughs> wow. I that, think uh, dang. I think they're uh, a little bit of losers in the first round. Uh I mean like yeah, their linebacker is a good pick, but I don't know. I think you guys you guys should have made moves on the offensive end. I uh, agree. Uh, that's fair, that's fair. You know, those you know, plenty of people. You could have got another receiver. I mean you got already a good receiving court. I think you should have got dude that Minnesota picked up.
1: Yeah, Darasa. That Darisaw. was that was one of the dudes I said. But no, I think the only he, that reason was, that was Rashad Bateman. Huh? Oh no, wait. No, was, no, no, no. He was to the Ravens. Yeah. yeah,
0: So basically,
2: like Talking like I the, said,
0: uh, t- offensive lineman. Oh, I would yeah.
2: totally agree with you if Washington didn't pick up Eric Flowers earlier that week, because then yeah. we wouldn't have had because he he was starting last year from Miami. Mm-hmm. So I think that addition was basically their way to give him some space. Like, okay, now we don't have to draft with our first pick, you know, okay. to get uh, a offensive tackle.
0: All right, we got a question from the chat, Quinn. This person wants to know what uh, the Packers should get next.
1: Well, we're gonna talk about that in a little bit, um, but we we can get into it right now. Yeah. Go uh, ahead. For this for this se- second through seventh rounds, I think I would really like to know what the conversations are like between Aaron Rodgers and the front office, if there's any conversations at all. Uh, I think you need to get Aaron Rodgers or, 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 or a wide receiver. I think that's that's a big that's a big must. Um, I think you just need to make him feel as happy as he can in Green Bay. And that might be that might come as a wide receiver. That might come um, on the offensive line. Uh, I think I would love to see either a wide receiver or um, somebody on the offensive line. Um, kind of also depends on how da- David Bakhtiari, if he's coming back anytime soon. I don't, I don't know what his timetable is for returning with his ACL injury. So I would like to see them get some, get some pieces to surround Aaron Rodgers to just make him as happy as he can. Uh, and then on the defensive end, you know our secondary is actually pretty good right now, but I wouldn't mind a- another linebacker. I think that'd be that'd be that'd be another another good pickup for them. So mm-hmm. that's what I'd like to see. Washington football team.
2: Um, I mean. I would probably either get another linebacker because we don't have enough of those at the moment or I would get uh, another tackle just for depth reasons. I mean, it, it's it's a deep class of OTs and and guards and stuff. So um, I'm like looking at the remaining best available players and there's like a decent amount of guys going around. Same with like wide receivers. There's so many wide receivers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always going to be wide receivers.
2: Yeah, so like for the Packers, I mean, even before looking at it, the two best uh receivers that I saw remaining definitely Elijah Moore I think everyone can agree with that and then on the surprise for me was um I was gonna say um what's his name um the guy Rondell Moore the guy out of Purdue and the only reason why he's not any higher is because he's only 5'7 but the (laughs) dude is shifty
0: yeah, and he's a beast. He he's is a little beast.
2: Tank. Yeah, like that guy reminds me of like a smaller Kadarius Tony, someone that'll make you fall down. So he's like the wide receiver version of Buff
0: Darren Sproles. <laughs> <wide receiver. laughs> I got I got, a, I
1: got a question for you guys before. before Jay, you go with your mm-hmm. second through seventh picks. Um, if you're a GM and you're drafting, if you have let's say you have two players, one that went to like an SEC school or a top tier, um, top tier college football program. And you know they were like good. They had some good stats. They had a couple of good years. Are you taking them or somebody that went to a mid-major school that just killed it? Which one? Which one do you what hold position? more value to? Could
0: be in any any position. It could be like say it's wide wide receiver. I mean, wide receivers come from mid majors all the time. So he was just unstoppable. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of.
1: I get, it depends on different positions, I suppose. But just gen- generally speaking.
0: So you said the person from like a Power Five schools what? Power Five school that had like
1: pretty good stats. Like they they competed against some of the better competition. Do you maybe? have like
0: someone you could compare them to? Because um, like I feel like if I'm looking at that, I you know have to actually physically watch them play. Yeah. Um, um. I mean, if you'd say that for basketball, then I'd probably take like the the major the Power Five player. Okay. Over a mid level that was just killing. Because you know that dude from, uh, what, Oral Roberts? Okay,
1: I got an example for you. Um, like, Zach Wilson went to BYU. Okay. He was a great quarterback. He had a lot of um, like a
0: lot of great years. But then you look at a guy like Justin Fields. Yeah, take Fields. Okay. I mean, you see all the time. They just took Trey Lance. You know, mm-hmm. he played 17 games yeah. in his college career or something like that. And then you look at when Wentz got taken. You know, Wentz should have won MVP if he didn't get hurt. You know, there's obviously players out there that aren't at these big schools. I mean, in basketball, football, I don't know how baseball is, but, yeah. Uh, Personally, I don't know. I feel like I'd probably take the Power 5 guy. Okay. Because, you know, he's been, I guess he's been doing it longer. Yeah. But it would really come down to, like, physically seeing them play. Sure,
1: sure. Mm. Roz, what about you? Um,
2: I mean, uh, I I was just looking at Zach Wilson. I mean, like, uh, it's kind of tough to tell, like, and it's not just him. It's just, like, all the quarterbacks in general. I think it's just going to be know, so, so tough to, like, tell who's going to come out on top. But I feel like one thing we can all agree on is definitely at least one of those five guys is going to be a complete bust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For There's sure. going to be one, but, like, what do you? who yeah, do man. you guys think? Who do you think's your bust out of the five? I don't know, but real y- quick, if you, know if you look mine, back
0: at the— Like, the Sam Darnold, the Baker Mayfield, that draft. Like, Josh Rosen's a bust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, of those quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, Of those five, I don't know. Do I need to show you another picture? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, like, Mac Jones did, you know, have, like, the best offensive line and the best receivers in the country (laughs) and the best running back or one of the best running backs in the country. So he had the weapons everywhere. That's why Alabama quarterbacks are never – you know, like that in the league. I mean, yes, recently Tua and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Tua and Jalen. But, I mean, I haven't seen much from Tua yet. I haven't seen much from Jalen Hurts yet to make me, you know, get rid of the, you know, thing that hangs over Alabama quarterback's head because they have the best recruits in the country. But, I mean, if I had to pick someone, yeah, probably Mac Jones. But he's probably in the best system.
2: Why wouldn't you say, um, just for conversation's sake? Why wouldn't you say someone like Justin Fields when you know I'm there's a Justin histori- Fields stands I but know, but given the history of Ohio State, you
0: know, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, but uh, I'd say, given, yeah, that's true. Uh, what's but his name? Cardell Jones. I think Fields is much better than Cardell Jones, mm-hmm. Haskins, Braxton Miller, all them.
1: Terrell Pryor. Yeah, so Terrell Pryor. And then yeah. when you look
0: <laughs> at when you look at uh, like Alabama quarterbacks, apart from Tua and uh, Jalen Hurts, they had. What's-his-face, that dude that dated the was in those Wendy's commercials. A.J. McCarron. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know, he didn't do anything in the league. hmm And, like, he's, like, you know, Mac Jones-ish. Yeah. Whereas Fields is more mobile than Cardell, Haskins. I mean, Braxton Miller and Terrell Pryor are more similar to uh, Fields, but Fields is a much better thrower. Who's the biggest mystery t- out of the quarterbacks? Trey Lance. Trey. Trey, yeah, Lentz. Trey, Lentz. Trey Lentz. Lentz. for sure. For sure. Yeah. we have no idea. But, I mean, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I wonder what the Forty ers are going to do. Like, mm-hmm. You think they should trade Jimmy, or should Trey Lance stay on the bench for a year? Then
1: I, what? I, I like Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. If he were, to, if they were to make a trade for him to come to Green Bay, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I think he's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's injury prone, but porn um, star Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I personally, I like him. Right.
0: Rhodes.
2: Um, I would probably play it safe and have them keep him for a year i think just give him kind of like a transition year i mean like evaluate uh lance you know see if he can handle the big leagues but we will
0: see him in the preseason
2: yeah so you know i i would just play it safe and wouldn't unless unless a team offers like a ton you know for Jimmy? F- yeah, for Jimmy G. If that's the case, yeah. I don't then, think yeah. his value is that high right now. Yeah, man. that's that's another thing too. I mean, from injury and all these other things going on, so I'm he, pretty sure
0: it, in his career he's like twenty eight and seven or something. Like he wins. You know, he's mm-hmm. a
2: winner. He's a winning quarterback. There's just n- like no special like stat lines or anything. You know, like sub three hundred yard game games. You know, mm-hmm. but he does everything right. Like very few picks.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, he grew up in that, you know, Patriots. Kind of like a Alex Smith, sort of. Yeah, he's a little uh, – I know, Alex Smith was pretty mobile. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm thinking like – Oh, uh, yeah, post-Alex. post Post, post, yeah, right post Smith. Yeah. But uh, back to what I hope for the Eagles for the next few rounds. Um, we're either going to draft a linebacker or corner. Could be Asante Samuel Jr., so he'll mm, get to play uh, where his dad used to play. That'd kinda that would be kind of dope. Or cool. if J.O.K. is still on the board, you know, I'd be happy taking him. But yeah. th- this, this linebacker – there's like three or four linebackers available that are still pretty good. Uh so yeah. you know Nick we'll, we'll Bolton see. for Missouri looks good. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, corner corner linebacker probably get a D-lineman later cuz our D-line's getting kind of old even though they're still good. Do they need a safety? Well, we got We got this Harris dude from Minnesota to replace uh, Jalen Mills. Yeah, Jalen Mills. <laughs> Jalen Mills is going to play great. Because the dude it, out of yeah, 2 that's Patriots, he's gonna do, though. Yeah. He's going to be so good there. I already yeah. know it. Every time that somebody leaves the Eagles, they do well. Yeah,
2: he, he's going to be so good there. Because the dude from TCU still on the board, and I heard really good things about him. Um, Trevon uh, Morig or whatever. I, I can't even pronounce his last name. But
0: like I've heard like this dude's locked down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of good players left on the board. What do you guys I mean, think
1: was the, the steal of the first round?
0: Rhodes.
2: Honestly, like, I, I'm, like, really biased because, like, I, I've been looking at it, but I, I don't want to say it yet, but Javon Davis has potential to be, like, the biggest steal because he has such a huge, like, Who? ceiling. J- uh, Javon Davis. Jameen Davis. Yeah. Oh. I think it's Javon Jameen. Wh- whatever Davis, the the linebacker out of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I. His athleticism and the fact that he can play all positions of at, you know at linebacker. The only thing is he just doesn't have a lot of games under his belt. But I think out of any teams, the fact that he's going to be on Washington football team behind that like defensive line, having like and these defensive great corners, mi- defensive-minded coaches. Yeah, defensive-minded like some of the best coaches like to coach like the game. You know, like in, defensively speaking. So I mean, like yeah. he he has a huge potential. So he could be the steal of the draft. Also, my other pick would be Caleb Farley. Now, he's been injury-prone, you know, had the back surgeries. But if he remains healthy, hands down the best corner of the draft. Hands down. Hands down? Hands down. Oh, okay. Better than Sertain. Like, the dude is what about Jesse Horn? Be better than Horn. No, look at no. this dude's tape. After Look at this dude's date tape, mm-hmm.
0: Caleb Farley. All right, of course I'm you're, you're going to say the Washington football yeah, team a, is the I'm going to call deal. you biased because we're, we're really biased. pre-draft, like the whole month you've been looking at the draft, you never once mentioned this dude from Kentucky. So I, I don't want to. Well, to, because he's, to, he's risky, no, 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 he doesn't have many games. You also have
1: to think about impact. Like how big of an impact is he going to make on already a
0: great defense? Exactly. He's not going to well, come we in be like a Chase Young and win rookie of the year. Well, normally
2: I would say that, but. Washington has a major – we have, like, no linebackers. The only linebacker we have is uh, Holcomb. That's it. Like, we don't have anyone else. Like, right now, our office is trying to convince Landon Collins to switch all right. to linebacker. All right, next, JJ. Who's
1: the,
0: who's the biggest steal for you? Biggest mm. steal? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm biased on this one. Probably Justin Fields because, you know, I mean, all year he was 1A to Trevor Lawrence. And, you know, yeah. you, you get him – as a fourth pick, as a fourth quarterback taken, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I I could say Pitts, because Pitts is, you know, Pitts is, has probably one of the highest ceilings in the drive. Yeah, that's true. Because that man is built like oh my a, a little bit of a smaller Megatron. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's so fast too. And He's at tight end. Yeah. He's
0: probably gonna be, uh, you know, freaking. He's gonna be great. Yeah. What did he probably. run? Like a four two? No, nah, like a four, four three, three, four four. But at six But five, at six five, six huge. six. Yeah. Yeah, he's <laughs> like. on some like DK Metcalf type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, something. But he might be no, he's not faster than DK. DK ran like a four three or something. Yeah. But I mean uh, Gil said he agrees with you with Farley. I don't know. I don't know about that. Dude, corners. watch his tape, dude. Like he
2: is in, he kinda honestly Where'd reminds me of Sean Taylor. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. No, like,
0: what who drafted him? Um, Titans. Yeah, the Titans. It was okay. like
2: the 20-something pick, yeah, yeah. but, like, the dude, the, literally. covered just got rid of Dory Jackson. It was just because he had back surgery. That's all it was. I mean, the dude, like, was graded the highest in terms of his ability to cover, like, different both sides, like, of safety, and just, like, he's just incredible vision, speed,
1: athleticism. Yeah. My steal? Gil, you're going to appreciate this as a former lineman, but when I think about impact, yeah, you know, you got your wide receivers are gonna make a big difference. You're gonna got your quarterbacks that are gonna impact. But when I was when I was watching this draft and I saw the highlight reel for Penny Sewell, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, this he's an offensive tackle, six five, three hundred and thirty one pounds, the number one overall tackle in the in the draft,
0: he's a demon. Bro. Yeah, that dude. I, is a I I think they
1: showed probably like seven or eight clips of this dude. Yeah, and he's walking. just pancaking everybody. He, 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 he panca- pushing people <laughs> over. He panca- <laughs> bro, he pancaked every single player that I saw on like the like this dude's this dude's massive. Yeah, he's a he's a. Good I, I dude. saw I saw they had like a little. Uh, Where you go, to the Lions? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I think about like, he's gonna be protecting Jared Goff, who, I mean, I think that I think that'll make a big difference for him and his ability to find receivers, mm-hmm. and also for the run game. So I think he'll be a. Big addition for them. I don't know if I call it a steal because he was drafted seventh overall. Um but what they had this they had a little cam of him and his family, uh wherever they're wherever he's from. Uh and by his whole yeah, family is deal. huge. Yeah, dude. yeah, him and I think it was him and his dad were hugging and they were just yeah. like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> talking these, of, these, talking about so big.
0: Talking about people's families. Did you see Trevor Lawrence's dad?
1: Oh, this dude had no. Oh, Oh, dude, the the Twitter (laughs) Uh, comments—he could not
0: manspread one bit. Yeah, bro, was sitting Uh, here like stiff, nice and tight. Stiff as a board. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. Seeing this, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I think Penny Sewell. I think he's gonna be make a big impact for the Lions. Yeah, Yeah. that
0: dude
2: was like one of the highest graded like tackles coming into the draft in like a
1: while. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think he'll
0: be good for them. Yeah. Um, but the last thing with the draft, um, you know, we got a few, uh, a few draft picks that got reunited with teammates that they played with in college. Mm-hmm. So if you look early on, you got uh, Jamar Chase going Joe to the Burrow. Bengals with mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, Jalen Waddles back with Tua, uh, Jalen Hurts and Devonta, and then Trevor Lawrence and Etienne. Of those, like. I guess duos like Which do you think is I mean, what do you think is like the best duo, I guess? Best duo? Yeah.
1: I say I say Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Mm. Just because Burrow's um, the best quarterback. Yeah. I think Joe Burrow, I think he's going to come back next season. Would you take
0: Burrow or Trevor Lawrence? That's tough. Um
2: I would probably take Lawrence just because he's yeah, been I'd like undefeated too. since 8th grade. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but Joe Burrow, he's got. There's a lot of experience you get in your first year yeah, in true. the NFL, and that can't be replaced with anything. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer for that. But I think um, Jamar Chase is one of the best receivers in this draft, um, and I think Joe Burrow is going to be an up and coming quarterback. So I think I, I think that duo is going to be,
0: going to be lethal. I'm gonna go with the Dolphins duo, two and Waddle. Yeah, that's a good mm. one too. Because the Dolphins are good. And the Bengals aren't. Yeah. So that's why I'd say that duo is going to succeed more. Because, you know, the Dolphins won 10 games last year and didn't make playoffs.
1: Yeah, so crazy. they already have a
0: good team. They have a great defense. Tua had a year behind, well, with Fitz to learn from him. And I think he's going to have a pretty decent year once he, you know, gets back into it or whatever. But uh, Instagram just died. Yeah, it cuts off after an hour. Okay, yeah, whatever. Um... But, yeah, I'm going to go with that duo. What about you, Rhodes? I would have to go with the same uh, pick you made,
2: Jacob. I really like uh, Waddle and Tua in Miami. And I also have to admit, like, the fact that they already have, like, a great kind of, like, team as it is, you know, they're growing. Like, they had a winning record. They definitely got better over the offseason, that's for sure. Um, so I think he's going to have a lot of success there and the fact that the, you know, like they're, they're teammates and I, I just think that's going to be like the best, but I, at the same time, like with what you said, Quinn, I wouldn't, uh, uh, kind of overlook, um, uh,
1: who you may call it, uh, Joe Burrow and, uh, Jamar Chase. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see I'm ex- I'm excited for this NFL season to start, and this I think this was the a draft for me that I have probably followed one of the mo- more more closely. Definitely, yeah, I was pretty
0: excited for this draft too. Yeah,
1: I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I was pretty engaged in
2: following. I it. mean, I'll tell you why. It's because last year we was, didn't really have one. Yeah, we yeah. had to freaking watch Goodell on his old chair, like. Yeah, and he <laughs> out. I thought that was <laughs> yeah, so that was stupid. so stupid. Probably like
0: people sitting on his chair that he, you know had picks in last year
2: <laughs> like when did the nfl draft turn into like its own like show? show yeah, yeah. like also what? Got, like concerts and stuff that yeah like on. all the concert stuff can we just get the pick and then go like yeah i mean
0: uh, when we started it's like everybody knows they're taking trevor and we had to wait 10 minutes for it yeah like yeah. the pick is
2: in the pick is in should have been at 9.59 the pick was probably in at 9.59 but they just didn't want to announce it because yeah. they probably would let the, the pick the was in or something for
0: whoever had this pick when he went to college I mean, shoot! Like the app
2: I follow on Instagram, like told me like, like, fo- like four or five minutes before these guys were like even called out.
0: Yeah, you got that. You got that Schefter app. Huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly.
0: But uh, before we end it a little bit, I have a couple questions. You know, enough about football. Uh, NBA. I want to ask you guys about Chris Paul, hmm. and if you guys think Chris Paul is playing well enough to win the MVP this year, Quinn. 1,000%. Yeah. 1,000%. I mean, who's the head
1: coach of the Sun Monty, Monty Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, I think, going to win Coach of the Year. For sure. Um, Chris Paul, to me, is one of those guys, you just want him to win a championship. hmm He's been through it all with good teams and bad teams, and I think he's good enough to win MVP because you look at their roster, it really hasn't changed all that much other than adding Chris Paul. And you could argue, yeah, Chris Paul's a great player. He's a superstar. He's an all-star. So, in a
0: way, like, yeah, that should elevate them. But
1: they're, they might be the one of the number one seeds
0: in the West. I mean, yeah, they mm-hmm. just handled – I mean, they handled the Clippers pretty easy without Kawhi. I mean, I think it will be a good uh, – I hope a second round the Suns and the Clippers meet. Yeah. And in the winner of that, will play the Lakers in the conference finals. And you
1: look at <laughs> you look at where they were at the end of the last season and where they are now, It is it's like – it's not even close. Like they are a different team. Yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the
0: way Chris Paul, um, Chris Paul and D book, uh, comp, comp, they each other. They complement yeah. each other yeah. so well. Chris Paul, a great duo. Chris
1: Paul, Chris Paul to me, especially on the offensive end, just fills in the gaps wherever is needed. He's so good at adapting to different programs, and with, um, with the Suns, I mean, they have guys that can score. Yeah, you got and dudes so Chris, like you don't need Chris Paul doesn't need to put up thirty a game.
0: Yeah, you got dudes like Cam Johnson and um, Mikael Bridges hooping. Like yeah. Mikael Bridges shooting yeah. over forty percent from three. Cam Johnson's like six, 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 seven, just getting buckets. DeAndre Ayton's having a great season. Yeah, you got Jake Crowder. You know, defensive minded, hits his threes every now and then. Yeah. Cameron Payne comes off the bench. Yeah, they're a pretty so, solid team.
1: He's a great. He's always been a great distributor, but he just seems like wherever he, wherever that team is needed, he steps up. Yeah. I think he's one of the most, most underappreciated guys in the league.
0: Yeah, I saw like uh, a visual about. Um, the teams he like what their record is before he goes and then when he goes what the record is like after he's there Mm. I don't know I still think it's crazy what he did last year with the thunder like they had what 0.2 percent chance to make the playoffs and then they took the Rockets (laughs) to seven games they could have
1: won that game they really could have so to me I think he's more more than qualified to win MVP this year
0: yeah especially with you know LeBron and Embiid with the time they were out yeah and I feel like you know they have the top three right now. They have like Jokic and Embiid and Giannis. Mm. They ain't no Americans, well. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like yeah, Giannis is always gonna put up his like twenty eight and like twelve. Embiid has been hooping. I you know I don't want to take it away from him because he's been playing also really been well a lot though. Yeah, and then I haven't really been paying attention to Jokic, but he does put up a triple double like every other day. Yeah, but we'll see.
1: Uh, ugly um, ugly dude
0: though. Yeah, it's it's incredible how him and like. <laughs> I don't know, like Luca get buckets because they're like not like super athletic. They're not super quick or nothing. Just like Luca creates a lot of space with a step back, and Luca's like low key strong. Oh like, he yeah, low key, dude, he's magic. He, he low key man. uses his body really well. Like he flops too much, but everybody flops. But you know, he uses his body really well.
2: He he's honestly he looks just like a super balanced guy. Yeah. Like for for all that weight that he's carrying and what he can do like when he like drives or even when he gets his like step
0: back and he gets separation he's just a very balanced guy all right last thing for basketball uh eastern western conference finals and then championship who wins quinn
1: hmm. eastern conference i'm taking the nets because
0: I don't, like who's gonna be meeting the conference finals. Oh, who's gonna meet them? I the want to see finals? who's gonna be conference finals for both, and then uh, winner of that. I then. think
1: it'll be Bucks Nets. Okay. In, in the Eastern Conference Finals, I think the Nets will win that in six or seven. Um, the Nets. I mean, the the only way that it seems like the Bucks have lost games is if they get beat at their own their own game. The Bucks are an up an up tempo transition team, and when you have they the only. Times it seems like they lose or in when they play teams that are also good at that and that's that's all the nets are just transition threes just one shot or one pass shot so I, I think it'll be those two I think um the nets will come out of the east there. Um, in the West, I see it being Lakers Suns.
0: You think Suns could beat the Clippers?
1: Yeah, I I really believe in the Suns. I mean, it simply because of what we just talked about, in Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I think d books time is now, and I think there'll be those two um I think the Lakers will win that series um and then i'm gonna pick the to pick the Nets as my my champion. What about you guys? um mine was
2: similar um the only difference was for Eastern Conference I had the seventy sixers playing the nets, no shot um I mean, right. we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, like they've always had a pretty good team all year. Um, Joel Embiid's been been great. Um, so is Seth. Seth has been stepping up too a lot, which has you know been a good thing for 76ers him. 76 just can't hit outside shots. The Bucks are. That's true, but they're a super athletic and physical team. Like I, so are the Bucks. That's yeah. why I don't see them losing. But the Bucks, like every year, it's like they they. It's always they kind of remind me of the Green Bay Packers, sort of. Like they, they'll they'll go like so far and they'll always lose. Well in the past couple of years. Yeah, at least in the past couple of years. <clears throat> but I, I feel like the seventy sixers, you know, like they their team is built enough that they can make like a good run. So that's that's why I picked them. And then Western Conference, I actually had the exact same thing. I thought it was gonna be Lakers Suns. So and, what's your championship? What's uh Lakers Nets. And how you got uh Ooh. It's so hard to bet against LeBron in the
1: finals. Like <laughs> Stephen Aiden said that Ron might be king, or whatever he said. Might have about. to bow
0: down. Bow down. Yeah, yeah that's what he said. I might have to go with the Lakers. <laughs> Good pick. So I have, I have Nets Sixers as well. I just don't believe in the Bucks. Like I don't have anything against the Bucs. Like yeah, sometimes it's annoying because I live around Bucks fans. Mm-hmm. But I don't have anything <laughs> against them. I just, I don't know. Maybe this is the year Giannis proves me wrong, which I hope you know. I think it'll be cool if I'm still here and they make it pretty far. Yeah, but yeah, I got Nets Sixers, Nets to the finals, and then mm. I got Lakers Clippers. Uh, okay. like Paul George. I really like Paul George, but he plays with Clippers now, so I kind of don't have. I kind of don't like him, but he's been hooping lately by himself without Kawhi. So I mean, when it comes when Kawhi comes back, I think he'll still be hooping. There won't be as much. Who do you think you know, gives the Lakers the biggest? competition
1: who's gonna be the toughest team to face
0: um I would have said the Nuggets but Jamal Murray Jamal went Murray's out, out yeah so I'm not really worried about them anymore I'd say the Clippers you mm-hmm. know when you have Kawhi and Paul George and even Abaka fills in that role well when is he supposed to be back who um LeBron what? no 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 what's his name for the Clippers Abaka? Kawhi yeah which one Kawhi I don't know but, you know, what I do know is that LeBron's a game-time <laughs> decision tonight. That's what I do know. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I got the, I got Lakers in four against the <laughs> I think it'll go six. I'll make a bet on that. I think it'll go six, and then Lakers beat the Nets in five. Okay. Lakers beat the Nets in five? Yeah, uh, in five.
1: In five games? Yeah. They're going to yeah. win? Yeah. I, I think that's why? cap. No, 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 no. no, no. Why? They're going to be in shambles.
0: Okay, like, I understand. You know, when you talk, like, sports with people, and you're like, oh, you know, they, you can't guard KD, you can't guard James, you can't guard Kyrie. Like, yeah, you can't guard him one-on-one. But it's team basketball, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's it team defense. Like, okay. I understand the whole thing. Like, they, they, they have no one that can guard LeBron, they have no one that can guard AD. But it doesn't matter because it's team basketball. But I just don't think they, – they don't – neither team matches well uh, against them, like, defensively, but the Lakers match up better defensively than the Nets do defensively. And especially in – the playoffs? Like obviously yeah, I'm biased. Come on now. Yeah. The Lakers yeah. are my team. I I I don't mind that you pick the Lakers.
1: I just I, in five.
0: Well, I mean, if it's right and I said <laughs> five, 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 I'm gonna come games? back to this and I'm gonna be like, let's go. <laughs> five five <You know>, games. <laughs> it could be, you never know. Five. I mean, yeah, anything can happen. Um but I don't, I don't know, like I just was thinking the playoffs, but I just don't I don't know. I mean Jeff Green's been playing really well. Joe harris been playing well. I don't know, they're just not a good defensive team at all. And the Lakers are like arguably the best defensive team in the league. And assuming LeBron comes back, hopefully they get their mojo, Yeah, I think we'll be good. We'll probably finish up the fifth seed, play the Nuggets, then we'll play the Jazz. We're going to wipe the floor with the Jazz in the playoffs. Unless they hit every shot, then it might be scary. Yeah,
1: they're the best three-point shooting team in the the league
0: right now, yeah. But I'm not really worried about them. They
1: got two guys up for sixth man of the year, Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Clarkson's winning it, though,
0: I think. Yeah, but different. yeah, I got nothing against the Jazz. I really like Donovan Mitchell. Go Bear could kick rocks, but <laughs> he's gonna Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, probably. He's a buster. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if LeBron, you know, beats that Clippers team, and then beats that Nets team, that's like probably one of the greatest runs. Yeah, you no, know. I agree. But uh, you know.
1: I don't want to say it's the end. It might not be. It, it might, might not, not be. be. It well, might not it's be. It's looking like it could be. Um Yeah, so Roger At least in studio. Roger you exclude, excluded from this. Um <laughs> Jay, what what does this podcast meant to you over this over this semester? Honestly,
0: it was just something to put on my resume. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> um this podcast's been lit, you know, me and Quinn been homies for a long time now. Uh we have similar interests, you know, basketball, music. And then, yeah. you know, we shook it up a little bit as we went. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a good time. I don't think it's over, but it might be, like, our last one in the studio. It's, yeah. Because, um, you know, there's always Zoom calls and whatever. But, you know, we it might be, 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 a be a little busy after we graduate, depending on what we're both doing. Uh, but, yeah, if this is goodbye, you know, I appreciate y'all, Uh, you know, listening. This is the end of Season 2. It is. So we could leave a little cliffhanger if you want, you know, you know like <laughs> the little end credit scene. You know, yeah, we could leave a yeah, little yeah. cliffhanger. But uh, you know, it's been fun. I'm glad it, you know, it was, you know, it's a good time. was a good time. It was a good time. What about you?
1: For me, I mean, Jay's been my guy for four years now. I remember when we were hooping as freshmen. You know, he was the first guy, one of the first dudes I dapped up at the rec center. <laughs> and since then, you know, we've been we've been running fives ever since on the same team. Man, Dynamic been, duo. Orange like, juice. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We've been we've been living together. Uh, We've been through it all and honestly like for me this was a this was this was a couple this podcast meant a couple things number one it was just something to do with my guy and it was just it's it's fun to do it's really fun to come in here for an hour a little over an hour as we are right now um, to come in here and just talk crazy sometimes talk some sense sometimes.
0: Make Quinn leave once, kind yeah, <laughs> of. <you, make, laughs> I Quinn
1: can't leave. believe I was here for that. <laughs> <laughs> make, make, make I probably came time. for the best episodes. <laughs> to literally. be honest, I don't even remember what you what you were saying, but uh, it's not important now. Um, it was funny, <laughs> but oh, also, oh, I like, know what it was about. Can, we'll talk about it <laughs> after. <laughs> uh, but also, like, I really like radio, and you know, music is something I love. Sports is something I love, and it's fun to combine those things and talk talk about it. So. It's been it's it's been a lot of fun. It's a lot of work too to put into it. We put a lot of effort into these into these episodes.
0: Yeah, so um, make sure you follow all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. But yeah, appreciate y'all, all the people that listen to this in all those different countries that we have. I don't know y'all, but I'd really appreciate if you guys like hit us up on social media somehow. Like you, you see our social media if you listen on Spotify, Apple Music, you know what it is. But yeah, hit us up. I'd like to know who you guys are, but uh. With that being said, you know, that's how we feel. That's how you feel. Stay blessed. Hey, appreciate you know, it. We out of here, baby.